is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. We are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 26th. Um, this is episode 51. The boys are here besides Reese. He will be back as soon as possible, though. Um, Schaefer, JP, how are we? And let's go with JP this week to lead us off. How are we doing? Doing good. I was doing better until Missouri State lost today. So it took a little bit of a damper, a little four-legger. Took an L on Mo State, losing to a team with a sub-500 record. Not a big deal. You know, Missouri was the Valley's only absolute, loss? Yeah, it's a battlefield, man. The Missouri Valley, absolute battlefield. Jordan, Jordan, did you try the, four, the, the parlays? Not one of your nonsense ones. Oh, okay. Well, I mean. Hey, man, I'm oh. in it for profit. Oh. Something that actually give me money outside of half of what I put into it, you know? I don't, I don't know why you're. If you're referring to me, that's not the case, but okay. What was Illinois plus 25 tonight? Yeah, you're funny. You know, it's been <laughs> funny because I've been actually putting money in my pocket the last two weeks. Schaefer, what's that, that feel like? What's that feel like? I just, I don't know. You probably bought yourself dinner the other week and you're like, I haven't been able to eat in four months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a responsible gambler. I go about my limits. That's respectable. However, I feel like the cockiness is kind of It's not cocky when I've just been getting shit on by JP and Drew like the last <laughs> week and a half about it. Like they're like, what's the play? I throw in a play for them and then they just mock me for it. When 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 people are like, what are we thinking today? I'm not expecting a four-leg parlay with minus 2000 on every leg. I want like a play. None, like, none of which are ever less than minus 1 se- or 750. Like actually none of them are which minus 500 because I only use alternate spreads and so which every leg is at least minus 500 or better so oh, you, took, you probably took Missouri State's money line tonight which was what I don't know three something it, yeah that's basically what I do like heavy money line favorites well I just yeah I, I do lines or money lines that are in like the 350 to like 500 range here's one here's one UConn minus six and a half. Colorado yes. State money line. Does UConn minus six and a half is minus 500? UConn Colorado also State won by 30, by the way. So you didn't need the alternate line. You would have made money, more money. Colorado State minus 385 money line. That's normal. You got to take what it is. YO plus 10 and a half minus 290. What were they dogs of? Four? Five. Five. And a half. Five and a half, and they are down two with three and a half minutes to go. Mm. Plus 103. That's going to fuck you. Wait, you have 10, though. Yeah, I have 10. Exactly. You're a liar. You're a liar. Minus 580. Grambling. I found one. Fine. Nothing <laughs> more than 600. I promise I've never done anything more than 600. I'm going to keep hunting. You can. That's fine. <laughs> What's the deal, Schaefer? You're like on a teaser bender. Yeah, he it, is on a teaser bender. And it, it is winning, and I'm getting just Notre mocked Dame minus six hundred and fifty. I'm just done defending myself. <laughs> they are winning. I don't know what you want me to do. I just want you to say, say it with me. I take I'm, 
big spreads and yep. big money lines. Yeah, sure. There you go. That's all we needed out of you. That, we but you make you, it you seem like I'm, you you make it seem like I'm just taking. No, that. no, you're not. No, no. But it comes out to be like said, plus 100, minus 110. Like Parks, what did he say? He said minus 500 was the most he'd take. And then he reverted to 600. And, exactly. and that got blown out of the water. And now he's just saying big ones. We don't need you. We just want you to be I can, honest with yourself. I can pull up. I can pull up my FanDuel account right now. That's fine. Wouldn't I, it be cool to have such like a luxurious expense report that you can bet like a hundred dollars on a team that's like minus a buck ton to win like twenty bucks? <laughs> and because that hits ninety five percent of the time, the other fives when the upset was, it wouldn't people, be a big enough people deal. do that. Like there was a oh, yeah the minus one eighties and just put you know, a decent amount on it to win a hundred bucks or so. Yeah. That's not a bad way to look no, at it. It's I, not, I'd say I sent you that, that TikTok the other JP TikTok the other day of that one guy that um literally put his car down on Ohio state money line against IUPUI. They were 30 point favorites. The, the $20,000 won them 20 bucks. <laughs> they ended up winning by 40 or something. That's so, sick. <laughs> they won twenty bucks. We gotta, sure. but the the problem is with that is you have to hit at least two for your every one that you miss. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're minus one eighty and you hit one each, you're still down. Say you're betting a hundred or to win a hundred, so you're hundred eighty loss, but you win a hundred here. Like you're still, you know what I mean? You like that's where the problem comes. But in. I feel that's like those problem. ones in most sports come well, basketball more than other. Yeah, sports. basketball. No, no, thank you. Uh, fuck no um especially late in the year no thank you for that but like i feel like college football that that could work a lot like if you're taking like yeah i think so too yeah like you go like the first two or three weeks and like arkansas plays ul monroe or michigan brings in western michigan or something you just bet heavy to win Mm -hmm. i remember remember i tried to do that i took like just heavy favorites 10 legs or something like that and the last leg lost. That actually might not be a bad play, though, to do that. But even then, does the value turn around enough to even fulfill a unit? It's not worth it. It's yeah. just let me, I'm just letting you know it's not fucking worth it. Hey, uh, speaking of big odds, but this is in the other direction. Parks, I want you to guess what the Orioles are to be a World Series champion. Ooh, plus 45,000. Okay, none of them are above 25,000. Okay. Um, well, it's got to be 25,000. Shafe, you got a guess? I don't know. I'm assuming that because aren't they like the worst team in the league? Second well, worst team in the league, but odds wise, they're tied for third to last with the Rockies at plus fifteen hundred. The Diamondbacks are plus fifteen hundred or fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Yeah, Sorry, fifteen thousand. Uh, We're gonna win. <laughs> the D-backs and the Pirates are plus twenty thousand and plus twenty five thousand, respectively. The Dodgers as a favorite are plus six fifty. If the MLB ever plays, yeah, who cares? College baseball's coming up, baby. Yeah. Throw it on, throw it on DraftKings. Come on, NAI baseball's already started. Oh, that's I true. Just, I guess I could just like give less of a shit if the MLB ever comes back ever again. Actually, I take them back. I usually make one MLB game a year, so they could just play that one game. That I usually make a year, and then the I'm Orioles gonna... are in Kaufman at some point. If you want to go down to Kansas City, yeah, we could do that. We should. You you talked about going to doing something. I'd go down hey, to a Royals game. You want to talk about expensive stadiums? Kaufman's got to be up there. 
they're all expensive. It's, yeah, I was gonna say, it's like it's fourteen bucks for a Vizzy. That's that's what do you mean? That's you should expect that. Uh, that's actually pretty expensive. Cowboy no. Cowboy Stadium when I was down in Dallas was like twelve. Yeah, that's nuts. It's, that's, at that point, two dollars is fourteen to twelve is nothing. They're all over. If a beer's over, I'm trying to think. Relative eight dollars. Like, eight dollars to me. To me, like when I go to the fair, beers like inflated or whatnot. It's like seven, eight dollars a beer, and that's like, oh, that's a pretty expensive beer, right? When you get above that, then I go, holy shit, that's an expensive beer. Yeah. Places like run it up too, like oh. USHL high school hockey. Okay. Game. Like here's nine dollars for this Bud Light bottle. What the fuck? What did they? Uh, um, what did they charge in Fayetteville? Seven, six, seven. For, That's pretty good. Ow. Let me check. Yeah, seven. It wasn't bad, and they had options too. Uh, the can is. It's one of these. It's the armored cans. If you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Bud That's Light like branded can. with the team. Yeah, uh, trying to think of the fluid ounces on here. For some reason, I've gone blind. That's 12, isn't it? This is a lot more than 12, ain't it? 16? Are you sure? I think it's 16. No, that's 12. They're super skinny. 16, buddy. 4.2%, 16 fluid ounces. I can try to let you see, but it's going to be really, really hard. No, I, I believe reflective. you. I have two of those in my fridge. Yeah, you got to keep them, right? You can't Absolutely. open them. This is the last one I have. I think Nebraska is making a big push this year to get alcohol for beer sales. Yeah. I but, think the athletic departments really enjoy after they do it for the first time. Well, it's not the athletic department that's vetoing it. it it's Tom Osborne. No, Cooper but you know it. what I mean. Yeah, Tom Osborne's about- the one that's really against it. What about I- Iowa State? Are they thinking about it? Well, that's the thing is Iowa State's super weird. So you can do it in the skyboxes. The souk up end zone, but like actual like seating within the stadium, like you can't drink. Like when I sat in the souk up end zone, I thought it was um, suck up. I'm pretty sure it's souk up. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I thought it was suck up. I, I'm pretty sure it's souk up. Okay. Anyways, when I sat there for the Kansas game, yeah, we were just a beer ever, like two beers a quarter. Cause at that point, we were like, we never get a drink during the game. So we were going to take full advantage of it. Plus, we were playing Kansas. So nobody gave a shit. So also, uh, like when you go into stadiums and like you got a good buzz going, not you're not drunk, but you got a good buzz going. You need to maintain at least one, like oh yeah, keep you going, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's respectable. It becomes extensively expensive to drink in stadiums. Like I also gotta, don't like getting up to go get the beer. Yeah, that's also a problem. And and the lines, the lines are also unbelievably long because everybody has the same idea at the same point. Like oh, I'll get one after the third inning. Well, there's there's usually only certain times you should go get them. You like, gotta you gotta sacrifice like in the middle of like you gotta sacrifice like a quarter. fourth down punt. Yeah, into gotta, a TV timeout. You know, like before, like you got maybe even like a third down. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta sacrifice some action. Yeah. yeah, you gotta find the spots. Halftime's not the move ever. S- some people would call that a no, better halftime move. Halftime is not the move. You're a dumbass <laughs> if you ever try halftime. Yeah, remember half-time when you were kids. And you thought that was always the best time, and you'd come back, and it's like five minutes gone in the third quarter. You're like, "What the yeah. hell happened?" Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Wait a minute, after back, there's like seven minutes left in the third. They're yeah. driving. Let me tell you what's going on. Are they yelling? Are we missing something? You're like four people from the front line. You're like, "Do I really want these nachos in this beer right now?" Mm-hmm. Like it's committal time. <laughs> the only time I would not care is if I was at Jack Trice back in the good old days playing a game that I cannot say on, on the air. Uh, uh, crush the, the carrier. They put it in NFL Street too. Crush the carrier is what it's called. That just doesn't have the same same zing to it. NFL Street 2. That's what they called it. 
if you know what game we're talking about, just by the way, we're kind of dancing around the name. Great game. Can't say it though. New world. One time uh, we were playing, like when we were kids at a high school football game, you know, you used to have this grass patch before they renovated stuff. And a team would puss, or what did I say? Park huh? their bus, <laughs> park their bus in the grass. And one of our buddies got tackled into it. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, it was a big deal. So you got That's smeared good. into it? Yep. <laughs> so now you definitely know what we're talking about. You got smeared good. into it. Great game. Got to change the name, though. Can't say that. Can't say that. Um, okay, let's go to uh, college football transfer portal news before we jump into college basketball. Obviously, we've already touched on the bets that we've been placing on college basketball. I still haven't bet it pretty much at all. Um, just been betting hockey. It's been working out for me. I actually know what the fuck I'm doing. So, hit my parlay that I shared with you guys last week. I think JP mm-hmm. had a su- successful parlay that day as well. Yeah, the hockey one. Yes. So, very, very good. We know what we're talking about. Hockey... Is good. I'm seeing less COVID protocols, but that doesn't say much because that there's still a lot. Like they're testing players that are vaccinated and not showing symptoms now, and they're coming positive, and there's all these issues. COVID protocols crazy at the NHL. Um, it's like any any other sickness. Anyway, NHL bets have been really good, but let's go to college football transfer portal news. What do you guys have to open up? Who's a winner? Who's a loser of what you've been seeing of the college football transfer portal? I feel like the obvious ones that stick out to you are Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, losing a bunch of their guys, going over to Lincoln Riley at USC. I saw they had some locker room issues with players staying at Oklahoma, talking shit to players, leaving the USC after they talked shit on Lincoln Riley for leaving, whatever. But what's your guys' takeaway so far from the transfer portal? I mean, right now you had the two big ones that are still on the market, quarterbacks Jackson Dart and Caleb Williams. Um, Right now, 24-7 has Caleb Williams as a crystal ball prediction to USC. However, there have been reports of Caleb Williams um, being offered in in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, I think they have family ties to the university and things like that. Obviously, he could go anywhere in the country and play right away. That would suck. Oklahoma apparently is still on the table. Now, when you say Oklahoma is on the table, I think, to me personally, if you are in the portal for this long and you declare that you're leaving a school, you don't really have that much thought of going back, right? Um, I'm sure, uh, Venables had a conversation with him or two trying to get him to stay, like pleading him, like, this is still Oklahoma. Like we're still going to be good while all this stuff, you like, you give him the coach pitch. Right. Uh, so I don't know where he'll end up. My, I still think USC I do. I just don't know if it's going to be one of those things where he waits it out and then decides later, or if he wants to make it sooner. Cause me, him waiting, just makes me think it's down to two schools and he's not too sure exactly which two. Um, Jackson Dart wise, BYU, uh, Oklahoma, as well as Ole Miss are, I think the three schools he's looking at, he's from Utah and that's why BYU's in that. And I think he enjoys the way Utah or BYU plays, see that they're going to the big 12 here soon, but Ole Miss makes sense. I think Oklahoma makes sense. Both those fit him perfectly. I think like, if you look at that shape, like, what do you think? Jackson Dart, big guy or five star out of high school, going to Oklahoma. Do you think he's theoretically he's a same as Caleb Williams, but he doesn't run quite as well. He's more of a pocket presence guy, a big arm. Do you think that's something they want to, you know, he's looking at, or do you think he's looking maybe I go somewhere a little more high flying, like a BYU or an Ole Miss? I think he's more of an Ole Miss kind of guy. I I, I think that he could fit well at Oklahoma. I think that Venables would use him just fine. I don't think they really would. Offensively, I don't think they really want to change the identity of that team. You know, I mean, just look at him when they – when he coached years ago, you know, they had Bradford and 
DeMarco Murray and that high flying offense. But the def- the difference was was the defense, and it was a legit defense. Like it was arguably better than mainly most SEC defenses, and that's why they were national championship contenders um, year after year. So I think if they added Jackson Dart, I think that would be a legit threat to that offense that's kind of needing it right now. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Isn't somebody already committed to them? Uh, to Zach Evans. Wasn't, wasn't it Gabriel or no? Am I th- Gabriel's going to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, it was Gabriel. Okay, yeah, so Gabriel. I don't think Gabriel is the fit for them. I think that they that – I just don't see him being that dynamic in that offense. Do you, uh, but, think, uh, do you think Gabriel committed to UCLA thinking that DTR would hit the portal and then after realizing maybe he's not, he's like, maybe I'll take that commitment back and go somewhere that needs me? That I don't know. That's all. Yes. That's all. I really. That's I, a big move for like these kids that are going into schools is 95% of the reason they want to go is one, their coach left. That makes it the other five and the 95 would be accounted to. Am I going to play? Well, you got to remember like this is way more different than recruiting too. like people can make these crystal ball, you know, predictions all they want, but like really it's just a matter of like, okay, is the quarterback there going to one be a threat to me starting Two, is he leaving so I can jump on it or three, do they need a quarterback? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's different than recruiting, like straight out of high school, like these, like every decision's made on the previous quarterback or a previous position at that at that school or even a coach leaving is a huge deal. Yeah, I think a lot of the reason people like USC for him though is because you know Mario Williams went there, Lincoln Riley's there, um, things like that. So there's things that point that direction. You know, like you're looking at Alabama, you go get Eli Ricks from LSU, the best quarter in the country. You get Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech, who not a lot of people had eyes on, but he was probably the best running back in the ACC. Um, I think he was an All-American on one of the teams. Then they also go get Jermaine Burton from Georgia. Like, it's this, hey, the rich get richer, man. And when you got a guy like Nick Saban at the helm, and it's, it's how it works. He didn't want to play this game. He said he shouldn't let this happen. And he's like, I'm just going to take advantage of it. He has every power in the world to do it. He had a quarterback make seven figures before he even started a football game. Not only Alabama one like had a successful transfer portal, they don't even need it, but both of the teams we already talked about Ole Miss and USC are already winners. Like they have a stacked transfer class coming in. Both of them. Zach Evans going to Ole Miss, the running back from TCU. They got Ashim Young from Iowa state going to Ole Miss. Like they already have a really, really good class coming in. And this is just gravy. So all these schools that we talked talk about that Jackson dark could go to, Mm-hmm. just adding to what they already yeah. done. And There's a lot of teams that made a lot of moves, like 11 or 12 different transfer guys that are going to be really, you really look good. at like, you go look at what USC's done in regular recruiting, high school recruiting rankings. They have booked like uh, during the, uh, I think it was the army all American game. They booked three or four during that game, like yep. four star guys, five star guys. Like they're still getting guys like something's happening over there. Like, and you can see it from afar. It simply becomes, is that, a now thing, it looks like they're building for now, but are they really, you know? And that's, that's another team that I want to bring up building for, for now is I think Arkansas wants to kind of realize that they're competitive quicker than they thought they would be with Pittman this year and how good they were, especially early in the year. They had a monster transfer class coming in. They're top five in the country, I believe. I saw a 247 put out today. They might have been sixth. They're right outside of it. Um, two guys that I wrote down. Hazelwood from Oklahoma, monster in the wideout position. 
Um, then they have three LSU transfers coming in. LSU, LSU lost a ton of guys, but also gained a ton of guys. Like that is, they like cleaned house transfer wise and then brought in a new house that's mm-hmm. just a stack. So that's a crazy team to look at, but Arkansas is going to be really good next year, man. They have a hell of a class going in. Yeah, Arkansas is currently ranked six in the FBS, FBS transfer rankings, uh, and LSU is number two. So, like, two teams making moves, man. And, like, even with all Alabama's gotten, they're 10th, and they've got three big names and a couple other ones. Like, they're going to have to start denying people in the door to get into Tuscaloosa. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. They're so loaded, man. That's, like, the, the toughest part about college football is it's so hard to see the end for mm-hmm. Alabama. And going back to USC, Travis Dye, the running back. Yes, Oregon. Heads to USC. The best running back in the Pac-12. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go down to Los Angeles and play there. Like, yeah, if you think – like, feels even like normally, now. Even normally, USC is usually really, really overranked or high-ranked preseason just because they're USC. And I can speak first person from this. That happens all the time. But it's even going to be more next year, like crazy, because they have all these transfer guys and a new coach. This might get like a little more like real, like not, I don't know if real is the word, like this might be a little more legit on their rankings because their transfer rankings and a lot of these guys are proven. So mm-hmm. it's not the same, but like, you don't know how well these guys are going to match. You don't You're know right. how well they're going to hit, you know, um, like take to coach Riley, even though if they know him and things like that, like there are things that there's so many different variables that go into this and it's just really interesting to just pay attention and watch it all unfold like Connor Bezalak I thought he'd like being at Missouri was supposed to have a really good year didn't have the best year he wanted to um he goes to Indiana and now Indiana's got a quarterback that's you know was preseason all SDC and all this it's like you really don't have any predictions on where these kids are going I mean there's the um girlfriend and fiance like uh, rumor and kind of niche that like Keaton Slovis went to Pitt, Adrian Martinez went to Kansas State, both girlfriends went to those schools. So it's like some of them you can tell easier than others. I think a lot of these kids are just like second recruitment. I'll go where I feel comfortable. Let's do this again. And then some of them I feel like taking a little bit of advantage. Like you're going to let me do this. I'm going to go play for the best, i.e., Eli Ricks. And to, your, and to your point, the best way to put it is like transfer has become such like a non-premium that it's like being re-recruited into an offense with actual tape that they can apply. It's becoming almost more important than high school recruiting because it, there's so many kids. Like Nebraska has I mean, 12 transfers coming in. 12 transfers. That's a full-ass team. Yeah. Go look at Michigan State last year. They were supposed to win four games. They bring in all those transfers. They win 10. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, not. I guess it's a biased opinion, but – in my opinion, Nebraska's had a successful transfer portal season. Unbelievable. Casey what? Thompson, Chuba Purdy. I guess Chuba Purdy. I'm going to say Chuba because I'm so worried. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, yeah. But Chuba Purdy, um, DeAndre Nebraska, Jackson. Nebraska ranks eighth in the uh, transfer rankings, according to 24-7. Yeah, successful transfer season for the Huskers. So it'll be interesting to see who steps out on the field. I think Palmer's going to make a massive impact. We added outside weapons. A bunch of three or four-star guys from LSU. Um, so I'm excited to see it, but they definitely had a successful transfer portal season. But like you said, JP, it's becoming, it's, it's literally as big as recruiting because there's so many names going everywhere. It's like 12 or 11 signees per school. Yeah. It's, there's a lot to it, man. And I wish my school would dive into it. That's what I was just going to ask. I was going to get to that. So JP, I, I mean, Iowa state's gotten a couple and we we're not as big into it like Nebraska. We've gotten three guys. But, like, all the guys we've gotten are dudes that are going to fill spots right away. Like, Iowa State doesn't 
go into the transfer portal if we don't think that they can start right away. So we got one that kind of gets a couple. We got one, obviously, in Nebraska that just goes all in no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then we have your school. Like, what do you think about Iowa not even dipping into it even a little bit? I think I, I understand what their process is. I think I have a good grasp on that. I'm looking at Big Ten rankings right now, and they're 13 or 14. Those two schools won't load. So <laughs> they're 13 or 14. I'm not even sure if we have a transfer that's uh, worth the nuggets right now. But I think they could really, really help themselves if they did so. Like if you went and got defensive line help, I know you like to build from the inside. You like guys that know your scheme, that do this, that. You don't like the superstar thing as much. But when you have the quarterback situation we do, um, you have running backs that are always flipping. You have Gavin Williams and LaShawn Williams. I understand that. But you can go get game changers now and play them now, and we've just chosen not to. I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. That's just not the new way in which we're, the world's working, not how college football is working. And I get Iowa City is not the most glamorous place in the world, but they're up there with some of the best fans in the country. So, like, you look at Nebraska, Iowa, Iowa State, all three schools in the middle of nowhere all give a big shit about their programs, like more than anything in the world. And it's like one's doing their job and selling a program. The other one's kind of, you know, dipping their toes are like, we can do this. And the other one's just like, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. Let, let's, let's just, get with it right now. Let's understand what's going on. I didn't really realize that. I didn't really realize that until today when I was looking at the rankings that they put out. I Nebraska is obviously up there. And then I clicked like Seymour once and I saw Iowa State with like three or four guys coming in. And then I just kept, kept clicking Seymour. And I was getting down to like the Montanas and Northern Colorados. And I was like, where the fuck is Iowa? I like thought I missed their logo. They just don't, re- they don't recruit in the transfer portal, which is crazy because I'm thinking of all the big names flying around, especially at the quarterback position. And there are so many that are better than both Padilla and Petrus even combined that it's like, why would they not throw all their chips? Because they could be that good now. They're just missing that one big piece. Um, yeah, I mean, we're missing a piece that makes a huge difference, and we've just decided, you know, maybe not. Do they have somebody coming in at quarterback from the high school level that we missed in, like, general recruiting? I didn't. I saw a lot of guys like DBs, wide receivers, a couple of four- or five-star guys going to Iowa, but I didn't see any quarterback news, I feel like. Yeah, we went, we went and got some guys. You know, it's never going to be, you know, breaking your bank unless you're paying attention to Iowa, you know. Um, but in all honesty, like, I just think in other spots, you really could have helped yourself, right? And we just didn't want to do that. So, like, yes, there is guys coming in. Um, I'm trying to find the exact name. I'm thinking of the wrong one. Carson May, yeah, is coming in. He's a three-star. Like, you have your four – two four-stars and Wampa and Graves on the defensive side of the ball. You just need a playmaker now and developing a guy, in which Iowa has not done well, by the way. They have not developed quarterbacks all that well. It needs to happen, right? So, like, there's just too much going on. And I feel like not to. I don't know if Iowa would have the upper hand in this. I, I assume so. Maybe they were in the mix. I guess I didn't see all those offers for transfer-wise, but – Omar Brown coming out of UNI, committed to Nebraska, FCS freshman of the year, wide receiver. Why would he not, like, was Iowa not in that question? I, my, my guess is he knew uh, Keegan Johnson and Arlen Bruce were there, two freshmen getting major time uh, and played really well. And he was like, maybe I can go somewhere else, a place that's going to get me the football a little bit more. I can be a little more of the focal point. And they never really – they're like, you know what, it's not worth our time kind of thing. 
Uh, we don't throw our hats in a lot of rings that, you know, we know we don't have a chance in and things like that. Like you'll see schools give like four-star recruits early scholarships and just hopes that they go against the grain. Iowa doesn't really do that kind of thing. So, and I know offers to the 2025 players and you see it a lot in baseball too. Yeah. But you know, that makes sense. And like people listening to this probably don't care about Iowa or Iowa state and Nebraska as much, but like a lot of our listeners probably are Midwestern. So they do understand what we're talking about. Um, But I just think in general, like you just go into the portal and you run around and search for everything that's going on. Pretty crazy to see what's going on. Like Levi Williams left Wyoming for Utah state. Uh, I know there's a big one since we pay attention to Wyoming quite a bit. Bezalak leaves Missouri. You know, Ewers leaves, Williams leaves, Dart leaves. Now another factor other than the actual football name itself is am I going to a school where I'm going to have NIL deals on the table? Like am I going to a school that's big enough where if I become a name or if I'm even sort of a name, am I going to make some money? Yeah, it's a huge deal now. What can you do for me? Yeah. Bigger than ever. But okay. Schaefer, any closing thoughts on the transfer portal? You've been awfully quiet during this chat. I've just been letting you guys you guys talk about it. I I think it's it's interesting. Uh it's kind of getting almost too much at this point. It was kind of fun in the beginning and now it's like the minute one dude commits to one school, the one guy the their quarterback's like Oh, fuck it. I'm out of here. Like nobody wants any competition anymore and nobody ever wants to battle out for a spot. So it's kind of annoying. And to be honest, they're seeing it as a way I don't have to, like, I can have it my way now. Why would I do that? Like, that's what it's become. And I agree with you. Right. I think it makes you better, but like, you don't have to, why would you is like what they're thinking. And I think like Iowa state kind of does. I personally, I mean, I'm biased obviously, but I think they do it the right way. I think they go, they only get a few, um, and then the, and they go after guys that are obviously going to make an impact right away, especially with a team next year that's going to be young. It's nice to get a couple of guys that uh, can step in right away for us, but not overabundantly. Like, I don't know what the word would be, but go after a bunch of dudes that, you know, 95% of them won't play. Which is so. what you used to do. Uh, I you, mean, you, Iowa State was a offer everybody will fill them out at some point for a while not like transfer portal wise no but they were in regular recruiting well yes yeah yeah i know but i'm saying like transfer portal wise like i can think of like michael petway uh receiver out of arkansas a guy that came in right away and played great his senior year for us like um we got a dude from minnesota playing d-line he's coming in next year and a guy from delaware uh who can fill a spot in the linebacker position so like it's exciting when you see transfer portal commits because you know like Okay, I actually got to look out for those guys. Those guys mm-hmm. are going to probably play next year. So they're they're the guys that your casual fans won't know until the season comes. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, right. he's pretty good. And you're like, yeah, we well, got him in February. And you know, it's funny. It's like December. so Iowa State brings in a corner from Villanova last year, who I was super excited about. Thought was going to play, never did. And obviously, the casual fans never thought the light of day. Whereas I'm wondering the entire season, where the fuck is he at? Why isn't he playing? Especially when we have DBs that are just awful. So, I don't know. Don't wanna, I don't want to make this an Iowa State podcast. Sorry. No, you're okay. good. <laughs> We've been talking about our three teams the last 10 minutes. You're not going to make it out with <laughs> comments. Um, but that's, I mean, shit. When you talk about the transfer portal, there's so many different topics you could go through with teams making changes, players changing every now and then. Um, 
but now it seems like players change every year. Like it's getting so full. It's unbelievable. I mean, there people are signing full classes from actual college athletes already. So mm-hmm. it's shocking. Uh, okay. That wraps up transfer portal news and talks. We'll probably keep going with it just because things are still changing. There's never ending man. Land. Yeah. There's still big names to land. Um, but a lot of funny news here. We'll go to, you guys want to go to the NFL first or college basketball? I feel like the NFL, we're definitely going to talk about. We can probably. end with the NFL since it uh, Okay. What? No, nothing. I thought we'll get to that. We'll call it, talk about the NFL later. Okay, yeah. Let's go to the NFL later. Now we'll go to college basketball. I'll let Schaefer lead it off. Um, Schaefer and JP will mostly go back and forth on this. I'll just take in the information. Um, still watching Georgetown. I've watched actually a couple games here and there. I watched Iowa State the other night. Um, they just they can't sh- they couldn't shoot the ball. It was unbelievable. I told, you, I told you, man, they're crippled on offense. I've been saying it all year. It's not like it's anything new. I said it before we were ranked and before the spotlight came up. It was it's like fine. halftime, and I think it was 23 to 34. They were getting beat by who Who'd they play that day that I was texting you, Shafe? Um, it was probably TCU. The game, yeah, TCU it was game TCU. On Saturday. Yes, and I think it was like 35-23 at half, and Brockington had 18. I was like <laughs> – What's going on here? I thought it was like the Kobe 81 game. Yeah, nobody else nobody else wants to help. And Brockington's, he's kind of getting figured out because he's never been a star player, and now the teams are scouting him. It's like he's kind of getting exposed. It's just uh, it's a little bit of a mess right now, but it's basketball. You know, teams, teams have slumps. Like, it's not just Iowa State. You can ask almost anybody in the country. Everybody has a little two-week slump. Ask Baylor, who lost twice in the same week to – Oklahoma State and Texas Tech at home. So I'm not worried about it yet. I noticed a couple of teams too that I I guess I went under my radar because they are who they are. But I was sitting at the bar, like a couple games came on, the Wyoming game being one. They're 14 and two. Yep. Like, goddamn. And then the Boise State game came on afterward and they're like 15 and three. It's like, holy shit. The Mountain West has got talent. Uh, Colorado State's the best team in that conference. Uh, David Roddy. Uh, Isaiah Stevens and that team, they're pretty legit. They got guys who can score at an elite level at a power five level. And I think that they could, that's probably your one team who could probably get you a win out of that conference in the tournament, but we'll see. They've been kind of playing very iffy basketball, especially at home the last couple of weeks with, I mean, they just edged one out tonight against Nevada and they've barely edged one out against a bad New Mexico team last week, but we'll see. Okay, that makes sense. Anyway, go ahead into college basketball. I'll sit and listen. Go ahead, boys. Yeah, JP, I, uh, just another winner tonight. Uh, finally cashed it in. Colorado State pulled away. Uh, Wyoming only lost by three, and so we're rolling. We are, I believe I'm nine of my last ten. So it's like I kind of have to give you something for tomorrow, right? Providence. Providence. I, I like Providence. I do I'm like looking, Providence. I'm just looking, you know, they play Xavier in a big spot where Providence wants, you know, they want a big win. And I think at Xavier would be huge for them. And they're not picked to win that game. Like they're eight point dogs. Um, they've been playing well in their last 10. They're nine and one. Like this is a big spot for Providence, right? Yeah. Providence is really good. They've beaten Texas Tech this year. Uh, they're seven and one in conference. Um, and they're on the road, <laughs> an eight point underdog to. Xavier, who's Xavier's? They're a good basketball team. I, Something's I think, going on right there, right? Like right. eight point dogs. I think that's where JP, you know, 
the way I've been betting it, I'm taking Providence some double-digit spread tomorrow. Uh, another game I like to put in my, one of my teasers, JP. I think I like you and I uh, tomorrow on the road. I don't I saw know that one. I saw that one tonight yeah. on the road. It's tonight on the tonight. road at Evansville. Apologize. So those are two we're, we got on the docket. So I probably will take you yeah. and I minus two and a half or money line with some double-digit Providence. And I've been going three legs in my parlays. So I got to pick another leg here. You and I. Lost a scraper by the boys uh, from five one five on Saturday. Blue you you late. knew that you knew they were losing that game though. The way Drake I, I was playing, Drake, all- I just thought Drake would control it a little bit more. Uh, I think just, Drake's had some like, issues offensively. Right, but, that's what I'm saying. How bad they've been playing and how good you and I's been playing. You knew Drake was gonna fucking pull out that game. Yeah, it was. It's it's battle for Iowa, baby. And Loyola travels to Des Moines this weekend to play Drake in a big mountain. That's a that's Missouri a good Valley game. That's a good test for Drake. Um, the nap center will be rocking. There's there. Yeah. Drake, Drake is out of the question of getting an at large bid. There's, there's no if fans or buts about it. The only one, only team that's getting one, uh, if they somehow get upset in the conference tournament is Loyola, uh, Chicago. So yeah, I'm, I was looking at that one. Um, I know you haven't really been betting them much this year, Shafe, but Arkansas at four and a half playing Ole Miss. Yeah, they – I have taken them a couple times. I took them on the road to LSU. They should be better than what they are, but I like I, – I do like that pick. I like them on the road tomorrow night at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as St. Bonaventure, minus three at George Mason. Um, the Bonnies, you know, started out the year ranked, I think, 24-25. They just haven't been playing their best basketball. Like they're zero and five ATS in their last five. Um, like they're they're just not playing all that great. They're not winning games like you thought. They got blown out at Dayton, um, and they have a loss to Virginia Tech, which isn't a bad loss, but they got blitzkrieged in it. And like it's a team that you again is supposed to be possibly an at large and may not see themselves in that spot unless they win a conference tournament. So they have to start winning games. They need like are you're supposed to win. Especially right. in conference. Yep. The A-10 is not what it usually is. And so that's why I think even on the road, you know, go get your a, a victory by a bucket and you'll feel good about yourselves. Yeah. And going back to uh, – we didn't – I didn't really have time to elaborate on it because I wanted to wait and see how that San Francisco game played out the other night when we were recording. Um, Gonzaga started off slow but ended up pulling it out in the second half, winning by 16. Like I said, I'm going to re- re-say it again. I really think your money right now is with Gonzaga. Um, I would sprinkle Gonzaga. Gonzaga and Auburn would be two teams I would sprinkle your money on. And realistically, like if you think about it, I just this just popped in my head. If you get ahead of college basketball and you're like, okay, Gonzaga, Baylor, um, Auburn, those are probably going to be one seeds. I – Sprinkle five or something on them right now or in a week or so. Because what? what how many times are you going to – one seeds are – they're more than likely mm-hmm. going to win the tournament. So if you, you can gotta, get ahead – got to hit one out of your four or five, you bet. Yeah. If you can get ahead and be like, okay, there's no way. You look at their schedule, they're like, they're going to be a one seed. Mm-hmm. The one seeds are almost – if you bet all four of them, you're almost guaranteed to win. So – I don't know. That's something to look out for if you're interested in betting a future bet. I feel like as much as I'm talking about it, I need to have one. Uh, for maybe I'll have one by the next episode for you guys. So, but honestly, 
as much as I'm talking about it, it'll probably end up just being Gonzaga right now is what my, what my lean would be. No, not a bad thing at all. I just usually I don't pick your top dogs within college basketball because there's so much things that go on. Um, and in some cases it goes against me, but I think in most cases, like if you're staying off the top line of all those favorites, you're in a pretty good spot. You're getting better numbers. Things happen in the tournament. Uh, things go wrong. Teams have injuries. They get beat or upset. Like things right. happen. And so that's where I stand on those things usually. Um, so I, I stay away from the futures for now. I do personally, everybody's different again. That's why we're here. We're trying to talk through these things, especially in college basketball and everybody's just not kind of diving into it as much. It's like, have you, uh, you've been watching, you watch any games this weekend or were you locked in on football? I watched a little bit of everything to be honest with you. Um, I watched the Drake UNI game. I watched the Hawks on Saturday. Um, did they, how much did they end up winning by the Hawks? Yeah, uh, like 15 or so. Okay. They controlled that game. Uh, but they got Purdue on Thursday. That'll be a good test. I, we already had a great battle with them in West Lafayette without Keegan Murray. And so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Like I, it, You think they're going to come out? They're going to come out and be like, it's three-point spread, you think? Uh, a little more than three. More than I don't know what this fucking rattling is by me, but it's throwing me off. Yeah, I was hearing that. I was hearing that too. I barely heard it. It sounded like a dog toy. I think it was like I have this an empty liquor bottle that has like a it's like a fancy one. I think it was rattling around or something. Okay, I have a four four play four um, leg four leg. Sorry, thank you very much. Um, Four leg teaser to put together, and you guys tell me yes or no. I just put this together. It's picks from what I think I know. Um, but you guys tell me yes or no. Oklahoma State plus one at home tomorrow night. Tonight, sorry. Tonight. I, oh, Schaefer. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you that's a bad in bet. In the strings, Schaefer, in the strings. It's 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 interesting. I, I, I could see either way. I don't I don't know if this team's gassed or if it just they just had a bad week and they're gonna come out and I think right now that I mean, other than the takeaway last week, I think I was it's a better basketball team, but we'll see. Arkansas plus a half. So if you get them at half, is it worth more than your money line? Uh, yes, because they're minus five. Okay, so what's their money line at? Um, I'm not sure. I can't see it on the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can weird. find it. I can find it. One second. Yeah, it's, it's weird, but like this is all I can see. They're minus four and a half. Uh, let me look on the old DK. Go with your other ones. Michigan minus three. At home versus Northwestern. Northwestern has been sneaky, and Michigan has not been playing the best basketball. They're an eight-point favorite. I think they can win by three at home. <laughs> Arkansas doesn't have a money line yet. Um, and then the last leg, Marquette plus nine at Seton Hall. That's a little scary, but Marquette's good, man. They won games early in the year, I remember seeing, that I was like, damn. That was the team that I lost against when I actually bet on Illinois that night. They got beat by like 10 by Marquette. Yeah, what a weird thing for Illinois. Another win tonight. Four legs uh, plus 500. Damn. Damn. 500? Sprinkle it, I guess. Like If you like it, I don't know if I'd play it. Do you love it, Camden? Do you I love, love it with all your heart? I, I kind of. <laughs> I, I picked all the home teams except for Marquette. Yeah, man. Like, like 
I've been like weary with my home with my away teams. No, there I guess Arkansas some, is the away team too. Yeah, I, I've been looking at that. I'm staying away from that one. Um, I've been looking at Ole Miss's track record at home. They've been playing pretty solid, and they've been getting people at home. Right now, what I'm going to take is uh, UNI's money line. Um, at pl- it's like minus five something. I'm going to double digit at some point, some capacity, double digit spread for Providence. And I have yet to find you a third leg. I will give you a third leg and I will tweet it out tomorrow. You will tweet it. That I, I would put money. That would be plus a thousand. If you actually tweet it, no way. No <laughs> I, will. way. I will. I will. I will tweet plus it. A thousand. Do you even have the Twitter? Yeah, I got the Twitter. I don't know about that. JP? The Tutagra? No way. Yeah, no way. Uh, we'll see about that. I'm going to hold you to it. That's plus All 1,000 right. on All the right. book. Um, what was the first two plays? Say those again. Providence, double digits, UNI money line. Um, finding something else here. Game to look out for tomorrow, Davidson uh, hosting VCU. Great A-10 game. For anybody who cares about college basketball, I like the A10. hasn't It's not what it was, but it's still great basketball on the A10. Who does you and I play? I can't even see that. Evansville. Ah, there Evansville. it is. Minus five. Yep. I think I'm. I think I'm leaning Notre Dame, uh, NC State. They're they're a porous team, especially. Well, how's Butler looked lately? I don't know if you guys picked them in the big. Oh, game, oh! I found my. I found my. I found my. I found my pick. There it is. Uh, where was it? Miami. Miami. Where were they at? They were on. They are underdogs on the road tomorrow. I saw that before. Where the fuck are they at? Yes. They're at VT. Miami is a five-point underdog at Virginia Tech. I am going to tease them to double digits as well. So I plus Miami, ten. Plus ten Miami, right here. Yep. Miami double digits. Providence double digits. You and I money line. I am taking. Oof, boys. We are taking three road teams tomorrow. Three road teams. We'll see I, how it goes. I, I'm rocking this. I got Miami, Northern. I got Providence plus 13, Northern Iowa minus five, Miami plus 10, and Creighton plus a half. Creighton, they got somebody tough tomorrow night, don't they? They play Butler. Uh, Butler's, yeah, Butler's. They play just, Butler tonight. Tonight. On the road, Creighton. We'll see what Creighton team shows up for you. But that's plus 200. So. Are you still taking? Oh, yeah. Good, good odds. Plus two. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do all my stuff the day of. I just I haven't dove into it that heavy. I saw games I like. Don't know exactly what within them I'll do. Confirm. We are in. We're riding it. I don't know what's going to happen. I think Creighton's the scariest play there because, Schaefer, you actually know what you're talking about. I just pick Creighton because that game will be on TV for me. I think Miami's a little scary for me, um, but we'll see what Miami team shows up. Uh, this is the best team in the ACC. However, they've only their only losses this year are to one point each game to Florida State. That's a good coach Leonard Hamilton team. Uh, so, for them to be five point underdogs on the road at Virginia Tech, who's not a very good team, I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. So, double digits. I I feel pretty comfortable with. Life note when it comes to college basketball, I think this year will be the first year where I haven't been one away at school um, that I will not be attending Georgetown and Omaha. They're bad, dude. They lost again tonight. Yeah. They, oh, they yeah. got 30 ball by UConn. Yep. I, Had UConn tonight. Was feeling good about it. <laughs> I don't think uh, – They're bad. They're I so bad. I think I'm going to skip out on the Georgetown Crane game this year. I don't think it will go in my favor. 
So, and I think I heard it's a pink out game too. Not good. Not good. That's when a lot of people go. And well, I shouldn't say, I mean, it's a normal amount, but there's more people actually watching the game so they can get their free pink t-shirt. There you go. That's my reasoning behind Creighton. Uh, okay. Any more college basketball plays, thoughts, anything you want to cover? Nope. Uh, just want to keep it rolling. Hopefully we can keep it rolling for you guys. I'm ready for okay. the NFL. Yeah. And follow my, follow my action. If you really care, if I don't tweet, you want to call me out for See, Twitter. He's copping out of the tweet. That's right. No, I'm mm-hmm. not copping out of the tweet. I'm just saying like in general cop for out. like the last, out. when I haven't been, out. when I haven't been copying cop the, or haven't been tweeting, you can always find it on my action. You know, Schaefer, all you could do is literally screenshot it, or I think there's even a button that says, like, share this picture. Schaefer's starting OnlyFans for his content. Yeah. You got to follow Schaefer on OnlyFans. Five bucks a month. $10 per player, 15 for feet and a play. (laughs) Yeah, you get a parlay (laughs) and a picture of his big toe every Thursday night (laughs) when he gets a little little frisky. Schaefer, if you should, if you, what would your username be on OnlyFans? Uh, winners only sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Winners only sixty nine. This kind of the underlying message there that you fuck, or what's the reason behind it? Yeah. Well, picks w- winners and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know what I didn't do this weekend that I was super proud of and super Schaefer happy about. Shins. Keep going. Sorry, I'm still. Thinking you didn't renew your OnlyFans subscription. No, I, I, I didn't. Um. <laughs> I didn't bet any NFL games, and I saved my ass because there was no way I was winning money in the NFL this weekend. Right? I won money in the NFL this uh, weekend. Okay, that's a perfect transition. Let's go to that. Great football games. Top-tier football games. Yeah, what happened? I didn't see them. Shut what? up. Didn't watch a single game this weekend. I told you guys. Not watching a football game this weekend or this year. Shaver, you missed probably the best actual complete day of NFL football I've ever seen. Shafe, you want to come for a Super Bowl Sunday? You want to go to watch Super Bowl together? Yeah, I, I mean, I've kept it. I've been going this well at this point. Like, I might not watch the Super Bowl. I've been – I did. I've, I already missed, quote-unquote, the best playoff weekend of all time, supposedly. I might as well not watch the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. My Japer. life's been a lot better since football's been removed from my life. Japer, you're sounding like the game we referenced earlier, the back part of the name of it. That's what it sounds like. You're just that's, being a baby. That's fine. Like my, isn't it like mental health first? <laughs> your child. And don't bring that in because you can't watch college football <laughs> you're, or anything. If you're, you're if you're a college football fan, in, you're a college football fan or football fan in general, and you can't handle the stress, you don't deserve to be one. Hmm. Like if you can opt out that easily, you don't deserve it, Schaefer. Hot take. You're like I mean, a casual. You're a casual. You say uh, you're jumping the transfer portal into basketball? He's a casual. Well, I've never not been a – like, basketball's always been my favorite sport. So, let's, let's get that clear. He's a casual. What do you mean I'm a casual? I'm a, I like basketball. Basketball's Guys, my casual. favorite sport. What do you mean? I can't you're, like both. You're, you're like, ah, eh, football, whatever. I don't really need to watch it. You're a casual. I mean, I'm at the point where – favorite sport's okay. Just admit it. I'm at the point where – you know, both of my teams aren't playing anymore. Uh, the NFL is the only thing on, which personally I've never enjoyed. Told you guys that before. And it's in the heart of basketball season. Like, I, number one, I have priorities outside of this that I didn't have but wasn't able to watch this weekend. Eating chicken and rice isn't a priority, Schaefer. That's Spinach and eggs. <laughs> so, 
I mean, yeah, I, I have very much enjoyed it. And I probably I, – I'd be – I can tell you right now the conference championship games do not intrigue me. I mean, Shafe, come on. You don't watch Joe Burr just dominate. In you really think he's going to fucking win in Kansas City? Yeah, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm a you huge that Bengals fan. I'm it's a like, massive dude. Bengals fan. I'm the biggest Bengals fan. They said that all playoffs. You really think the Bengals are going to beat the Titans in Tennessee? I, I literally said that last weekend. You want to go back and listen? Hey. Wait, you hey, said that. Hey, I'm the biggest uh, – or not Kansas – whoa. I'm the biggest Cincinnati fan inside of Mississippi. Dude, it's like fucking Alabama and Georgia. Like, hate it all you want. You, who else is winning besides the fucking Chiefs? Like, it should have been don't the Bills. Waste, Rams. Don't, don't waste – yeah, exactly. Don't waste your time. Like, if the Bills aren't going to beat them, nobody's going to beat them. The Rams. Watch the Rams. out for Joe Burr. That guy's cold. The Rams. The GOAT. Is Joe Burrow the GOAT? JP, you actually aren't convincing yourself that the Rams are going to beat him. Why couldn't they? They won't. Why can't they? They won't keep up. Matt Stafford in his first Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. We got, like, uh, you know, what a Tampa Bay team with a great defensive line did to the Kansas City Chiefs last year. Schaefer, we we're around the three. Word around the street is that you follow Jackson Mahomes on TikTok, true or false? You sound oh, like a got his alerts on. Yeah, yeah, you got your notifications on. Don't, hey, don't, let, every, don't let everybody know. I don't yeah. need everybody to That's know. That's what it sounded like. You're so high on the Chiefs. How, what would you do? I'm just a realist. Off? I'm a realist. A realist or what? You don't even watch the sport. I'm a realist. In the, that's what, like, JP, like, he's like one of those football fans that are just, like, blinded, and I'm just a realist. Blinded by what? The, like you think Alabama and Georgia aren't going to win it every year, and you don't think Kansas City is going to win it every year. Like I'll say it again. If the best team wins, I do not give a shit who wins. Good college football season isn't all based upon who wins the national title. Sorry you're dealing with the best co- coach in college football history. If you're paying attention and that was the best team and they've been running it, they are the best team. They, are, they have the best coach in the country, in the history of college football. That's how things work. Things go in cycles. You're not waiting on Alabama to be done. You're waiting on Nick Saban to retire, and things happen. They lost this year. You don't see people crying. They're like, Georgia's there every year. They've been in two playoffs. I mean, cry me a river. People, like, it's just – you're not really a college football fan if you can't accept greatness and what it is. Like, do I want to see them win every year? No, but I'm not going to pout about it all the time. I don't know if it's – we're not going to get a college football tangent. Yeah, no, we're not. But I'm saying it. it I just don't the like the Chiefs because I'm a Broncos fan, and I don't like their fans at all. And all 14 of them, and now there's 1,400 of them. You know. Yeah, that's same as when the Cubs really... won the World Series. Reese would back it up. He's a real Cubs fan. They win a World Series, and there's a billion of them, and he's like, "This is annoying." I already know, JP. If if by God's grace the Orioles ever win a World Series, the amount of people that are going to call me a bandwagon. Well, like, like that's the word I didn't that's, know. Me. That's my point. Is like. If you're a real fan, it pisses you off when that happens. And if you're a fan of the other team and you see your rivals getting all these fans out of nowhere, it pisses you off. It's what happens. It's yeah. part of it. The Chiefs are the worst. It's, it's the worst I've ever seen bandwagon-wise. The Cubs was up there because the Cubs had the same oh thing. God. I think the Cubs might have been worse. I don't oh. know, dude. That's a good debate. Just, just people like out of the woodwork don't even watch. They watch two games 
in the regular season at a 162, and they're like, I'm a bit of Cubs fan since I was born. You couldn't tell me who played third base for them. Like, give me a break. You're not a fan. You have a shirt. Your dad was a fan once. He watches 10 hours. They got their shirt from Goodwill when they were thrift shopping with their girlfriends. And it it makes me mad, and I have secondhand embarrassment for the people who are diehard fans of that team and have to deal with that. Yeah, and honestly, it's – it's the worst. And it's not, you can see it. Like people, there are so many people that, and fans don't realize this, that are in the stadium for, let's say, the Super Bowl or the World Series or any major championship that actually aren't fans of that team. Like they're just stumbled upon the tickets or you gifted should have, the tickets. You should have a screening test, like a fan yes. test to get tickets to the. I, that's a real thing that should happen. Schaefer, you should be in on this talk. You were all in on the fake Iowa State fans all year. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. <laughs> They'll be back. Yeah, well, hopefully not. They're Fuck. like they're like fucking mosquitoes. They come back when the weather's warm, and they're gone when it's cold. Holy That's shit, true. that was a great analogy. You know, you know, we've been kind of experiencing some in basketball season. It's not as bad. Uh but Come on, Chief. I, there that are still there, there are still fans out there that like Wait, that'd be a couldn't single. name three guys on the team. That's my point. Like my brother, for instance, texted him second game of the year. We're playing Oregon State. Said, "You going to the game tonight?" He goes, "No." He goes, "Why not?" He goes, "Who cares?" They go, "It's a big game." He goes, "They suck." Fourteen and zero. He's been at like three Big Twelve games this season. Just unbelievable. These people are, are unbelievable. Out? Are you calling him out right now? Oh, absolutely. My dad's the same way. They couldn't have named any of those guys when they committed to us, uh, when they transferred to us over the offseason. And now, now, they wanted, now they want Tyrese Hunter off the fucking point guard, uh, off being a point guard, and they want this and that. I'm like, can you guys just not? Like, mm. we've lost two games. Don't even. Hmm. Casual, fake fans. Fake fans. Okay. That was a moment of silence for the fake fans of the death of them. The Chiefs are the worst, I think. I don't know. Oh, they're not dead. They're 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 still very much alive. I'm telling you, they're just hibernating. <laughs> they're just they're not here yet. Just wait till the weather's warm. Yeah, that's the poison of sports, right there. The the new fans of the good teams. And actually, story. My girlfriend's brother the other day, big Golden State Warriors fan. Oh, little brother, little brother. Me. Let it know in the age. Let him know. Oh, He's nine. Okay. My brother's big, also a Warriors fan. Big Golden State Warriors fan. Big Steph Curry fan. And I asked him, I said, oh, why do you like the Warriors? He's like, because uh, I like Steph Curry. I was like, okay, like that's a fair reason. He goes, and they're good. And it was just like, <laughs> that's little, hey, that's like a little kid for you. Every, <laughs> and they're good. Everybody has that stage in their kids. Not me. I thought I was a North Carolina fan when no, I was a kid. That's not I literally, cool. see, you say that, that. I never had that as a kid. Dude, I was still the die. We went to every home game when Iowa State went two and ten I was nine I was fucking nine and they were horrible and my brother would like bandwagon to Texas football in Kansas during basketball season and I'd be like no I'm a fucking Iowa State fan I'm not gonna jump ship to whoever these fucking teams are I All right, sorry Von holier than now they didn't have a childhood <laughs> of bandwagoning I well, think I was I was I raised myself right I started thinking I raised myself maybe that is the way to go though like my mental health cannot take what I've been doing as a sports fan. All my teams fucking suck. Dude. <laughs> they all suck. 
Just every like a good team. Just like a good team every year. You're like, yeah. Just pick one. They're like, that I love it. I love it. She's being a cheese fan. I, it, the like, Orioles are go. looking up. I'd be so much happier as a human being. But oh my The Orioles are looking up. They got five prospects in the top 100. They got a Shut lot. Shut up, JP. No, they, they got, don't. Yes, they're they do. Look games. it up. They're going to lose 100 games. In the Not next year. In, in the next two or three years. We're building. We're building. We're going to be solid. We'll what if I don't make it the next two or three years, JP? My favorite team in the entire world goes three and nine every year. I, I'm not going to be alive in two more years if it goes <laughs> this way more. I, I, back to the, the little kid thing and bandwagoning. If my child starts wearing Texas or Kansas or like Duke stuff around the house and just pop well first of all first no no of all, no no no. you can't say that because no. i wear other colleges all the time no no but you know what i mean like well we here's the, here's here's the deal is they're eight years old jordan there's only one person who can buy them that fucking shirt <laughs> i ain't buying them so <laughs> i ain't gonna do it some eight-year-olds have like a fucking piggy bank they're like yeah i got this money my no, fifth birthday if they get that <laughs> if they get a shirt from like i don't know like one of their friends or like a birthday present for somebody else. And it's that I'll write on the back of a Sharpie. I'm a bandwagon. <laughs> so you can't wear. And if he does, he's embarrassed. Unless my son comes up and he's like, Hey dad, I want this A&M shirt because their logo is sweet. And I'd be like, yeah, you can get that. Like, that's fine. That's good. I do like handed it to him. Here's the deal. It's Let's cool. Shirt, but understand it isn't giving you the right to be a fan. <laughs> you don't like them. Just you don't like them. Clear. <laughs> you will not cheer for them yeah, on Saturdays. You can wear them, life. but it's like a life. timeout. If you cheer for them, you're losing your shirt privileges. If you wear this shirt on a Saturday, <laughs> I will beat your ass, kid. <laughs> Do the dishes or no shirt, all right? Got it? <laughs> I, stand in the corner with your arms raised for 45 There is exceptions minutes. unless you go on a college football trip with your friend Jake, and let's say you own a shirt of the team they're playing, there's an exception. You can wear that shirt on a Saturday because Nebraska had a bye week and Iowa State was playing Kansas State. I own a Kansas State football shirt, play of the week. So I brought That's it. And cuck, I move, cuck move of the year right there. Cuck it wasn't. They won by three scores, Schaefer. Relax. I've worn, yep. I've worn UNI stuff to Ames for Iowa UNI, or Iowa State UNI. See? He's a loser, dude. We already knew this. <laughs> He's a, He's a loser. loser. <laughs> okay, there it is. We somehow got back. <laughs> I don't know how we got on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, bandwagon. Anyway, Chiefs are the worst. Great games, though. Chiefs score with 13 seconds remaining on the clock. The Bills go down, score, lead 13 seconds for Patrick Mahomes to throw two passes. Two, three? two passes. What a two bomb. passes to Travis Kelsey up the seam. They left him wide open. It was an awful defensive scheme. I don't know what the Bills were doing. Um, Butker hits a 48-yarder for the win. Unbelievable game. I think, what was it, three of the four games, JP, there were game-winning field goals? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Um, Packers choked. I had the Packers. I took them last minute. Didn't put the pick in action. I still need to add it. I will add it, even though I lost. I took them maybe 15 minutes till kickoff. Was going to a bar. Wanted to have something to watch and give a shit about. Put the pick in for the Packers. They were up 10-3 when I left the bar. I was like, I'm in good standing. I took them at five. And then I came home. Actually, was talking to JP over a gaming console. And somehow the Packers lost. So Gaming console's back, by the way. Yeah, gaming is back. That's I feel Schaefer, that. Too. Get back on it. Yeah, Schaefer's never. I've never gamed with Schaefer online one time. He never. He doesn't own a console from this century. So boring. I play uh, NCAA Dynasty. Yeah, NCAA we do too, 12. Schaefer. But we make time for friends. Yeah, Schaefer, you you Schaefer, you'd be ass at Fortnite. I feel like. That's are fine. You bad? Oh, so are oh, we. Yeah. I'd be it's so fun. bad. I'd be yeah. so bad. 
just but box up, kid. We'll protect you. I'm <laughs> ass too, but it is fun. And you need to get one. I, what's your most recent console? What do you have? I have an Xbox One. Oh my God, that's all you need. It's yeah, free. What? Do you have Xbox? Do you have? I don't uh, have live though. No, I don't have live. Yeah, you know, twenty-five bucks, months? three months. There you go. Yeah. You guys you pay for that? it. I'll fucking. I'll, I'll buy you. It. I'll get you. I'll, <laughs> I'll go twelve fifty. <laughs> Parks goes twelve fifty. I'll go twelve fifty. But you have to play. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a. I gotta get a headset. <laughs> you can use general headphones. I just use a set of headphones. Oh, uh, like these I have in. Yes. Are they uh, Apple ones? Yeah. No, they don't work. Um, oh. Apple does, doesn't work. I have literally, it's like a Target $5. Like $5. There you go. Add that to the bill. Gotcha. Yeah. You can pay that, bitch. You can, you can <laughs> buy yourself some headphones. <laughs> but back to the NFL. Yes. Back to the NFL. God damn, we're tangenting when we get here. <laughs> back to the NFL. Um, anyway, Packers lose on a game-winning field goal. Bengals win on a game-winning field goal in a game that they controlled pretty much the entire time. Joe Burrow looked great. Bengals defense looked fantastic. Tannehill looked like dog shit. That was a big takeaway. People just were high on Tannehill and how he's played. They finally thought he was in the right spot, going from the Dolphins. Fucking broad. Dropped off the face of the earth. They handed Derrick Henry the ball like 10 times. He didn't do much. Um, so Titans lose. Both teams that received a bye lost on game-winning field goals at home. That's nuts. The bye did not benefit anybody in the NFL this year. Um, the final game, why am I missing it? What am I not thinking of? The Rams. Rams, Bucks. Rams, correct. Yeah, Bucks. That was a great game. Turned into a great game. Was a blowout. I think it was 20-3 to at half. It ended, what, 31-27 or 30-27, something like that. Um, Ndamukong Sue, pro big red play right there. Ndamukong Sue on the strip. Levante David on the recovery. Bucks go down and score. Tie the game up, give too much time for Stafford to throw to the GOAT Cooper Cup. That guy has taken the league by storm. He continues it. That's your NFL wrap-up of the actual games. Predictions. Now knowing what we know, realistic predictions. I think all of ours are still intact except for mine. I thought the Bucks were going to make the Super Bowl again. I like the under in the Rams-Niners game. Um, now, these games have been close in all their meetings this year. Uh, the number currently sits at 46. I think with two defenses like this, they've seen each other so much. I do think that there will be – it'll be a slower-paced game. Uh, in my opinion, I do think the under there here is a decent play. Three and a half keeps you in, like, that Vegas zone. If you like the Niners, you like that. If you like the Rams, you want three kind of thing. I probably won't play the spread. I'll just play the under in that. Um, seven seems like a lot for Cincinnati, but then again, if you've got to keep up and you don't, like, it gets out of hand quick. So, um, I, I think the only play for me would be the under 46 in San Francisco, LA on Sunday night. Okay. I like that. Schaefer, do you, I know you're not playing it. What is your prediction from an outside perspective of a loser who doesn't like to watch football anymore? Uh, there's no way the Bengals are winning this game. Number one. Uh, and number two, I think the Rams will get it done at home. I just don't know how you, if you're 49ers, I don't know how you keep this thing rolling against a really good team without a quarterback doing it. They've beaten them already I mean, this year. I understand that, but when the stakes are at its highest and this team is playing at its best football, talking about the Rams, you're going to need more than, than what Jimmy G gave you last week. And that, that was pretty much little to zero is what he gave. I think that the Rams will get it done at home. Uh, I know they've played each other three. This will be their third meeting. It's obviously different when they play each other three times. However, at home, 
defensive line's playing really well right now. Uh, Von Miller, Donald and company. Give me the LA Rams. What if what if two teams that went ten and seven in the regular season meet up in a Super Bowl? That'd be sweet. I just put that together. If you take Bengals money line, 49ers money line plus eight thirty-eight. Not surprised. two leg. So Bengals are plus two seventy-five, so they make up the majority of that, but Niners are plus one fifty. Yeah, Rams I, Chiefs would be good. I think it'll be Rams Chiefs as well. I just think under 46 in that game and then probably some props. We'll get some touchdown scorer props and things like that. Coin toss. I think the Rams Chiefs game would be exciting because it reminds you of that uh, Monday night football game. What was that, three years ago now? Jesus, feels like forever. When Goff, Goff and Mahomes threw for like a jillion yards and yes. it was like 51 to 48. I think that'd be kind of fun. I think it was weekend. a jillion. Oh, oh, cough. Whoa. Or this weekend, that was honestly probably up there at the greatest games ever. But, dude, that Bills Chiefs game was amazing. There was a few times where I'm sitting here watching it in my apartment. Um, my girlfriend doesn't have any idea what the fuck's going on the TV. And I'm sitting here going, oh my God. I'm, oh my God. I'm watching. It's just great football. It was unbelievable. It's just it makes me want to have a garage with a couple TVs in it, cracking some garage beers, watching the football with somebody who knows what's happening. Great point. Yes. Or cares. That's a tough part. I mean, it's or a cares. big part. They just have no fucking clue what's happening. You're like, oh, my God. And they're like, oh, that's crazy. But they really – I mean, they just don't know. I saw Tori's, on Tori's uh, snap story. She wanted to watch Euphoria. I, I also, too, probably would have watched Euphoria. Although that's, that show is getting a little little fucking weird for me. But not, a gift, not to get on a TJ. Have you seen that show, Parks? Buddy, I watch the show. I like the show. It's good. It's 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 fucking. It's too. It's a little graphic for me. I'm like, I'm it's a lot of penis. Me. There's a lot of penises in the show. Well, that and just like the just like the mental health side of things, like the drug use. I'm just like, this is too much for me. Yeah, we don't do drugs in this podcast. That's not something we do. So don't watch Euphoria. A lot of drugs. A lot of penis. <laughs> On <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's go back to the main point of that sentence. Shaver, if you ever say that you would rather watch Euphoria than watch a one-score back-and-forth <laughs> NFL football game. No, 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 I am a little sad. I, I will say I'm a little sad I missed the Chiefs-Bills game. I was playing basketball with some friends. That's the only reason why I missed that game. I was actually watching the first half, um, and then I left to go play basketball with them. So Good. I didn't miss it, but I, I had fun. I'd rather – I would rather personally – I actually mean I would rather play basketball than watch that, so. I would – I actually can get on board with that. That I can agree with. I would rather play basketball than watch an NFL game. I'm not a huge NFL guy, but that was just great football. Yeah, Very no, it looked, it looked good. It looked great. I will it say did. that. Um, okay, so that wraps up the NFL. We talked about everything. We went through a couple of picks. I'm not touching either game. Looking forward to watching them. I'm cheering for the Bengals. Honestly, I'm cheering for the Rams. I don't – I would like to go see Bengals who day. Yeah. Go Bengals. Big time. I'm big Joe Burrow guy. I like him. Um, Anti-Chiefs guy. Yeah. Big Joe Burrow guy. Big anti-Chiefs guy. Big anti-Chiefs podcast. I think everybody on this podcast. We're, we're, uh, we're three. We're three things in this world. You know, this podcast. We're anti-Nazi. Yes. We're anti-Buffalo Grass. We're anti-Chiefs. Absolutely. And if you don't know what Buffalo Grass is, look it up. And now it's you hate destroy it. the world. The, it the is world. The desert. It's the desert. Gone. And you got to call Elaine in Scottsdale, Arizona, to have her explain it to you. Electric. It'll be your number one problem in your in the world. Don't don't show up at seven a.m. It'll blow your mind. It's way yeah, too early for that. Yeah, it blew her mind. Unbelievable. <laughs> Seventy seventy five degrees, seven a.m. She's in a winter coat and a beanie. 
and she was just spitting facts about Buffalo. <laughs> Unbelievable lady. Shout out Elaine. I hope she listens. Um, hey, anyway, we made the world a better place that day. We did. Damn right. We don't know. We did tear down a beehive, got attacked by bees. So there's okay. a few things we did wrong. Those bees are fine. They hurt us <laughs> or we hurt them. That was all-time story, all-time video. Check it out on YouTube. Um, okay. That wraps up everything. We've covered college basketball, college football transfer portal stuff. Uh, a lot of fun stuff as usual. A lot of tangents that we get off on and the NFL. So if you have anything remaining, hockey, we'll go into a little bit more next week. We wanted to cover the transfer portal. We'll just touch on that next week. Um, but this has been episode 51. Have a happy Thursday. We appreciate you joining us. And Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. Fuck. Hump day. Happy, happy hump day, everyone. Somebody pick us a song. Old gag. thing back. The okay, gag. there it is. Nope. I heard Schaefer first. What? Joe Burrow, baby. Yeah, we're Joe Burrow. I love that. No, yeah. that's that's Bengals energy. We'll go get the no, gas. The notorious B.I.G. No, we'll get that next week. We we'll love you. See you next time. That song sucks. Get the get. Get the get. Get the get.